What a piece of junk. This is the Shattered Order Podcast. Go switch off. If you're looking for Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes news, information, and theory crafting, you've found the podcast you're looking for. With your hosts, Goodnight Punk, and Wind Killer Inc. We would be honored if you would join us. Hello, everybody, and welcome. welcome. To the 240th episode of the Shadow Podcast, Woo! I'm your host, Goodnight you Punk, and with Who's me this guys is my good friend Wink. What's going Wink? on? How are you doing? Wonderful, sir. How are you? Oh, I'd like to point out what Darth Venomous just said in the chat. For I'm doing great now that we're 40 percent of the way to 300. Forty percent. Yeah, we've come so far. Uh, I was wondering what he's talking about. That makes sense. Yep. <laughs> nice. Man, how's it going? You excited to talk know. some swagger? Not a whole I'm lot of excited. crap to talk about this week, but we're gonna slice some mods. We're gonna talk about a little bit of stuff that happened. Go over some data disc. Um, that data disc discussion is gonna be fun. So it's gonna be lit. Hopefully, um, exciting. Well. We'll get to speculate a little bit too. That'll be fun. Um, yeah. So um, exciting news today. Uh, my dad got his trach taken out. Um, oh, nice. Yeah. So we're making a little bit of progress there. Hoping he gets discharged this coming week and gets to go to a rehab facility uh, before. And then hopefully. So my birthday is in exactly one month from today. I'm hoping that by then. Um, I'm I'm having a birthday fiesta at the house to break in the back porch, and I'm really hoping that uh, they will be able to make it. So we'll see. Not not sure, but we'll see. Um, you want to uh, hear? That would be awesome. I'd be very happy for you. Yeah, yeah. I'm desperately hoping so, but we will mm-hmm. see. Um, you want? I got a couple quick pet stories. You want to hear them? Yes. All right. I was wondering why you wrote that there. So the resident black cat of the house, his name is October, fittingly. Um, <laughs> so we have two cats. We have Simba, which is the one many of you have probably seen, little guy, uh, orange. Uh, then we have October. Um, Simba, very chill, doesn't like to be bothered. It's terrified of everything. October, on the <laughs> other hand is the daredevil uh it's the one always getting into shit constantly constantly um always trying to keep off the counters i i'm gonna have to post this video in our discord because it's pretty funny uh there's a video where the damn cat got on the countertop i got the sprayer from the faucet and pointed it at him and he (laughs) just sits there and squints it pisses me off, and he will not get down to actually spray him. So I am constantly spraying that cat. Well, like, as we're setting up to podcast, um, I'm singing here, and all of a sudden I hear a bunch of racket. 
So he was on the island and he jumped from the island to the oven, the range where the sultry female was cooking herself some food (laughs) and he burnt his paw. Smooth move. Maybe he won't do it anymore. I'm I'm all right, but (laughs) those are the types of, it's like a kid until they get hurt. They're not going to realize that you, when you tell them a thousand times not to do something, there's a freaking reason for it. Yep. So we'll see. So we'll see. But um, one more quick story uh, about Beagle Squadron this week. Uh, Beagles love dinner. I started yelling for the Beagles that, uh, yes, Darth Venomous Simba, definitely the wrong name. (laughs) No doubt about it. Um, Should have been named. Maybe Timon. I don't know. Um, Anyway, Beagle Squadron. I started yelling at them for dinner. And they love dinner. They don't miss dinner time. Well, one of the beagles comes up, gets his dinner. The other beagle nowhere to be found. So I go out in the yard, kind of start yelling. And uh, all of a sudden, I hear a sound. I hear his collar and start looking over there. And he's walking. I'm like, I'm like, dude, it's dinner time. Like, what are you doing? And he still just comes up walking. And as he's walking up, I hear a crunch. I'm like, uh-oh. <laughs> what is so that? I go to investigate. Um the beagle had decided to get his own dinner. He was tired of waiting on me. He found a very tasty rabbit in the yard, and he literally devoured the whole rabbit. There was Jesus. literally nothing left of this rabbit. What is it, like three years ago you were talking about your beagle bringing squirrels, dead squirrels all the time? It's it's the same beagle that brought the squirrel into the house, yes. Yeah. <laughs> I am not yeah. surprised. Yeah, he is. He is something else. Um, Checker says, how do you know it was a rabbit then? Well, because there was a nose there. there <laughs> well, there was a leg hanging out, and you could tell it was a rabbit. Um, oh, he wanted some luck. <laughs> yeah, uh, apparently. Saved but the no, rabbit's he, I mean, he ate the bones and everything. Like, the next morning, he was laying on his he bed. He looked like a beached whale. Yeah. Oh, there geez. was literally, I, I kid you not, literally nothing left of the rabbit. That's uh, that's impressive. Well, yeah. you know, if he got loose, he'd do okay in the wild then. Yeah, he'd probably be fine. He Drew says, I need to train food. Beagle Squadron to hunt raccoons. Not a bad idea. <laughs> uh, my, get, given the way my week or my month's been going, yeah, not See, a bad idea. That would be, if my dog was 13 years old, my, my dog breed would be perfect for that because they were kind of built to go into holes yeah. in small spaces, just throw the dachshund in there. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, they were built, their body type is to go down in rabbit holes and shit. Yep. Just put them in the wall. Well, that beagle, he's 12 or 13. So he's, he, he's still so the question it, is, though, was the man. rabbit still alive when he found it? Ah. <laughs> uh, I think uh, I most certainly was. Like, we, we live on five acres, but we have a fenced-in area, which like maybe an acre. Um, so, nah, probably not even that. Probably like <laughs> three quarters. Um, so they have a decent amount of space to run around, but it's not like so much space where you would think there'd be a lot of rabbits running around. Rabbit just made a tactical error. So yes, I made a terrible decision. Yeah, won't do that again. <laughs> so may the fourth be with us. I'm excited for May the 4th, if I'm being honest. Uh, All right. 
Why is that? Kids don't listen to this show. There's a couple things. First off, okay. Bad Batch is coming on May 4th. So I am finishing the last season of Clone Wars right now, and okay. I'll be ready for Bad Batch. So Ooh. I'm excited for that. Haven't seen the Bad Batch episodes in the final season of Clone Wars yet, so I don't know anything about them except their names because I looked it up before the show. But excited for that. And then on top of that, May the 4th, I'm also flying to Disney World. So where's my invite, bro? Yeah, yeah, I know, man. I'm gonna I'm gonna hit up Star Wars Land right around Star Wars Day. So that'll Un- be fun. Freaking believable. I didn't hit up even some get an Galaxy's invite. Edge. You know. I so, I figured if you're not going to invite me to your wedding, then I'm not inviting you. To I, <laughs> Just kidding. All right. Anyways, May the fourth is. No, I'm not. I swear we <laughs> had that I discussion, am. and you couldn't come. But whatever. Okay. The uh, I'm just going to keep saying it just to annoy you. The um, it will yeah. So Bad you. Batch May fourth and okay, uh, my trip to Disney World. So I'm super stoked for that. Jealous. Might have to watch Bad Batch in my hotel room. Okay. Um, also, that'd be cool if they had like a showing there, dude. You would that think, mean? like, you would think at like that would just be a Disney, thing. You know, they, whatever. That'd be cool. Or they did something cool in Galaxy's Edge for Bad, the release of it or something. Yeah, interesting. Um, we did something fun on last Saturday. We did. So, um, we are going to be guests on another podcast, which will be coming yeah. out on Tuesday, correct? Not a Swaga podcast, either. Not a Swaga podcast. Uh, one of our Patreons, Zizer, uh, invited us onto their podcast, podcast called the Fire Pit Podcast, which they do a really cool thing where they uh, do little seasons of their show where it's kind of like... Six Degrees of Kevin Bacon, and that's how their podcast is. They start one place with one movie, and they have a final movie that they're trying to get to, and they watch six movies leading from starting with one actor and going all the way to the actor they chose for the end movie. And the end movie that they chose for their this season was Empire Strikes Back. So they invited us on to their final uh destination podcast and so on tuesday the fire pit podcast with josh dan and tom right yes yes josh dan and tom will be uh coming out on tuesday so look for the fire pit podcast and we will be on that and you will enjoy it i'm telling you go give them a subscription whatever podcast app you listen to us with um I'll put a link to the show down in the show notes of this podcast, or at least a link. To I will podcast. link it in the. Uh, I'll link it in the Twitch chat as well. Okay, um, so go check it out. Give them a subscription. Uh, they do like skits in the beginning, and then talk about the show before watching <laughs> the movie, and then watch the movie, um, which is like cut up, a uh, pretty short section of comments during the movie, and then rediscussion after the movie uh, good podcast absolutely please go check it out uh produced really well sounds good very funny um the, the skits we did I, were pretty pretty awesome so. yes yeah they were great uh <laughs> as as fans of this podcast you will absolutely enjoy it i promise you um quite humorous so <laughs> absolutely go check it out and give them a sub for sure and then finally i would like to say because we didn't announce it last week um 
The winner of the Blue Microphones giveaway last week for the Q&A is Kaiser. So thank you to Kaiser for his question. I think that his question sparked the most debate and also kind of a semi, not an argument, but definitely a disagreement, which led to more discussion on the topic. So um, thank you to Kaiser who asked about which Sith Triumvirate you would want to take to Gear 13 first. So Very nice. Appreciate you. I will get in contact with you about your Blue Microphones prize. But uh, thank you to everyone that sent questions in last week for the question and answer episode. It was a lot of fun. Um, you know, getting things to Gear 13 is really important. But more important is your Relic levels. And if you really want to get to Relic 7 in real life, let me tell you what. You guys need to be manscaping. Very important. Up Good your game point. a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Especially with, you know, summer is approaching. Weather's getting really nice. Um, let's be honest. You guys can be taking off a little bit of clothing, you know. You, you see what I'm saying? I mean, I'm not saying all the way, but, you know, swim shorts are about to come out. I mean, hell, it's April. It's starting to get really nice. I've been wearing shorts all week. And let me tell you, um, you, 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 you want to make sure the, you're ready to party. You don't want to hear someone ask, does your swimsuit have a fur lining on the top? That, that's a terrible that's question. That's terrible. You don't want to yeah, hear that. That's bad news bears, man. Because you're going to have to say yes to spare yourself embarrassment. Yeah. Yeah. You don't <laughs> you, you don't want Wookiee trunks. Wookie I mean, you want to be, yes. be as smooth as BB-8 rolling through the sand, man, <laughs> when you go hit the beach. So um, if you want to do that, you want to go get the perfect package. It is... Absolutely spectacular. It comes with everything you need for uh, body grooming. It comes with a lawn, the Lawnmower 3.0, which is a waterproof cordless body trimmer. Um, it is absolutely spectacular. Ceramic blades comes with a light so you can see every nook and cranny, whether you want to or not. Um, very important uh, for your grooming routine. Uh, not to mention, there's the Crop Cleanser Body Wash, the Crop Reviver Ball Toner, and um, don't forget the uh, the the Weed Whacker, because um, if you don't want to go get that wax crammed up your nose like GMP, um, <laughs> get that Weed Whacker, clean, up, clean out those nostrils and those ear hairs. Makes it super easy. Yeah, no doubt. Very good stuff. And then if you buy now... For a limited time, you get two free gifts, so that's even more awesome. You get the Shed Travel Bag, which Baller. is a $39 value for free, thrown in oh, with yeah. it. Not to mention their super, like their patented high-performance reduced chafing Manscaped boxers, they which are, are freaking comfy. comfortable. They've completely converted me to their boxers, so... Mm. Yeah, hell yeah. I will not go back. Um uh, you can get 20% off and free shipping with the Damn, code SOP at manscaped.com. That's 20% off and free shipping with the code SOP at manscaped.com. Do yourself a favor and always use the right tools for the job. May the force be with your balls. Hey guys, what did you do in Swoga this week? I'd just like to throw something out there, which I think is funny. And, in, in, you know, uh, Grande Patron might find this funny. I know that Drew says in the chat the best was when someone was watching the live stream with their kid and had to explain what Manscaped was. That is pretty funny. And I know for a fact that Grande Quite listens hilarious. to the podcast 
in his car with his kids. So <laughs> Rondé, if, if that's ever happened to you, I apologize. <laughs> I think his kids are older though. They, they, they might get it. Might be a they, little yeah. less awkward. Maybe. Hopefully. Yeah. We'll <laughs> maybe he'll let us know. Um, dude, what a week in Swaga. Uh, or not really. I don't know. Maybe a little bit. Um, so I have been working on IG-11, and I've been working on Quill. I'm getting that uh, Scoundrel Squad up to snuff. Um, so I have got Quill. I relicked him this week and got him up to Relic 4. My IG-11 is at Relic 5. I've a- I've been able to remod them a little bit now that I've taken their mods up a little bit further, um, focusing a little bit more on health. Um, and now that Quill is a locked-in part of that team... Uh, I, I'm pretty happy with this squad. Um, Ness is going to be in there along with Lando for me whenever I put that team on defense. Um, that is going to be my plan. I'm pretty thrilled with it. The other thing I did was Relic 8 General Kenobi. Holy hell is Fleet Arena easy. I mean, <laughs> like seriously, I can get damn near full banners against uh, other... Uh, other GG's or sorry, other uh, negotiator squads. If if their um, Kenobi is relic seven with mine being relic eight, I can pretty much finish full banners, full protection, everything uh, perfectly fine. And against General Grievous squads, the standard team that that I see, which is uh, Hyena Vulture uh, Sunfock as the starters, stupid easy man. It's just, <laughs> it's freaking awesome. Um, I, it's, it, I mean, I hold so much better in Fleet Arena too. It is, it's amazing. I love it. Um, I do not regret that decision at all. I may start relic aiding characters with Fleet a little bit more if I ever get the material. The problem is I cannot get the shit to do the, whatever those things are that, that you need. Um, mm-hmm. Very, very 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 incredibly frustrating uh but i know we talked about last week i still am hoping for a way to get that uh organically there yeah yeah it would be nice sacrifice your well we're gonna be talking about some uh redoing of rewards here in a minute and uh maybe we'll talk about things we'd like to see um i know that would be one of mine (laughs) um uh, man, I haven't really done anything else other than hoard crystals. I am trying to get a stash built back up. It's very difficult, but um. Oh, Moff Gideon got him to gear twelve, so I'm working him up a little bit, and then I am farming the armor and a couple ships that I'm behind on, which is Sith um, Sith Marauder ship. I'm finally working on it now that I had to relic him to get C. And then the Emperor Shuttle I am working on farming. So, um, making a little bit of progress there. But that's about it. Uh, other than that, I really haven't done anything this week other than get the max box in Conquest. Very exciting. Nice. Yeah. What about you, sir? Um, actually doing pretty well as far as gearing or Rebels go. I, I don't remember which ones I had last week. I think I needed Princess Leia... And RJT, they were very close. They're done. They're at gear 13. And uh, Biggs is two pieces from gear 13. And Wedge is at gear 12. About, he'll be the next one after Biggs. But those two are literally the only ones I have left with uh, 
for Jedi Master Luke Skywalker. Now, the biggest problem I'm having now is still trying to finish freaking Moff Gideon and not farming signal data right now. And I need a ton of signal data to get my relics on these characters to get Jedi Master Luke Skywalker. So if I'm looking at my characters right now that need relic material, I am at... I'm at 200 of the blue one, 40 of the green one, and 105 of the blue one. So the green one's really slowing me down right now, um, which will be the first one I have to go farm once I finish Moff Gideon. But uh, I've almost got all the characters to gear 13, so th at that point it'll all be signal data. And uh, Very nice. The Moff Gideon is at 90 out of 100, so in the next two days I should have him maxed out and then i can just nice. go all in on signal data i think that i'm going to actually use some uh, buy some crystals and use a lot of cantina energy to make the signal data farm quicker because not a bad idea i don't want to wait a long time to get jedi master luke skywalker after all the time i've waited to get these characters to gear 13 so yeah that is the I'm plan i'm actually surprised you're still farming uh gideon yeah, he's been three times this week. I got, I, I would, I would, uh, I would sim eight or like the max that I had after like the energy refresh, not the yeah. bonus energy, and it would get zero. And I'm like, are you freaking serious? Yeah, Just prolonging brutal. all of this. Anyways, Very frustrating. That's pretty much where I'm at. Uh, I almost, I've almost finished farming. Uh, resistance hero Poe, which kind of sucks because he's at he's seventy out of hundred, but Piet is still only forty two out of sixty five. That double shards on Poe and single on Piet, you can really tell how much quicker those uh, those double shards nodes go. Resistance yeah. hero Finn, seven out of hundred. So I mean, I'm doing pretty well on the with the double shard ones for Ray if I ever decide to go for it. But the biggest problem is still that freaking Ray's Millennium Falcon, which I'm only 60 out of 85 on. So that is go, going super slow. But I mean, those are my Very farms nice. right now is the Resistance Bros, Piet, uh, Moff Gideon, and Ray's Millennium Falcon. And they are just slow. So... Sounds terrible. Yeah, it's it's not great. That is true. Well, how'd you do in conquest? Uh, I wound up getting like the third to the last box, I think. Okay. Once again, uh, the ending of conquest not being on the end of the week, but at the beginning of the week, really screwed me with work. So I tried my best. I ended up with the third best box, which is honestly. When we were talking about hard mode, it sounded like hard or hard mode was going to be really hard. And I was kind of surprised to be able to get that far. So yeah. I was happy with it. And I know I can get better if as long as I uh, don't max up out energy like the few times I did in this one. So pretty happy with it. For sure. Um, Very nice. Gave me um, a lot of relic or uh, mod, mod slicing slice. material. Yeah. So. Yeah, we'll do that in a second. Uh, how was the rest of your gear in your box? Uh, well, Fun. just to give you a example, I got Mark Four 
Is the Mark IV the one that you get like I have like five thousand of stun guns? Uh, the Mark V is the hard to get one, and the Mark IV is the one you have seven thousand of. Yes. Yeah, I got Mark IV stun guns. I was like, yeah, I worked a week, two weeks for this. Love it, dude. I, I can top that. I got the Mark IV Carbonis. Yeah, that's pretty bad too. Those two yeah. things are the worst. <laughs> so bad. It's like, it's like, like I get. It's like running a heroic AT. Look well, what I got. I got the Max box, so I only got one piece out of there, and it happened to be that garbage mm-hmm. piss. Yeah. It was so frustrating. Ugh. Not or interested. Whatever. So. Um, all right, man. Well, you want to slice some mods? Let's give the people what they want. Yeah. Dude, I'm so pumped. All right, I got your screen up. I'm up first. You're up, sir. All righty. So I think I'm done with Slicker's mods. Um, I've got five hits on all of his speed. Um, so let's... I'm going to go... Look at my mods. So I've got 10... I've got 14 mods that are completely maxed. I've got six purple mods. Now... This is where I could see some value. So I have a speed set, potency primary with 22 speed. They could hit again. Um, that, that mod's maxed. Protection primary uh, with 21 speed that can hit again. Another one that's maxed. This one on that I have on Anakin, it's, it's, it's a unicorn. It's... Um, <laughs> Offense percent health and secondary. Uh, it's a square, but it's got 14 speed on it. So I kind of like that one. And then we got this uh, speed set health primary with 21 speed on C3PO. Um, I kind of think that this mod on Anakin, I absolutely have to max because I've been so excited about this mod forever. Uh, so I'm going to start there. Oh, what are the numbers for the podcast listeners? Um, it is 2% secondary <laughs> offense, almost 6% crit chance, and 14 speed. Um, and it is purple, so this will be the final slice. And... A three hit on speed. A three hit on speed. It's good. It's good. I would have liked more than that, but hey, 17 speed with... And it's, you know... Ten and a half percent offense off that mod. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'll take it. Not too shabby. Um, the rest of these purples, I'm not super crazy about. I kind of like that one on three PO, but not sure. As far as blue mods, uh, that one's maxed. I'm done with it. Uh, let's go to green. I got one green mod that's a possibility. Two. I got two green mods that are even possibilities of slicing up. One is an offense primary arrow with 14 speed and four and a quarter percent health uh, as a secondaries. And then a crit damage potency primary with 13 secondary speed and 3% secondary offense. And that is on backpack chewy. Um, so that one's not bad, but I don't think it returns a lot of value. Um, as much as I love me some backpack chewy, I'm not sure that it would give me what I need. So let's go sort 
let's go sort mods by speed and I'm going to filter by offense percent and speed secondaries and we're gonna see what I got and I I'm just gonna kind of start scrolling through here and see what I can find um, okay I've got a mod that can mod on gas it's got 20 speed four hits so it could hit again not bad it's one on Luke's okay um, I know everybody just wants to see more speed so <laughs> I'm gonna try to find something that will really hit the spot for everybody I'd like to find I think I got a mod with three hits at 17 speed oh uh, no that's on Vader it's maxed already Ooh, Darth Revan. That's okay. Oh, I think this a is a one. pretty good option. What do you think? Yeah, that's I I agree. Health primary speed set. It's got 17 speed with three hits, and it's got 2.6 secondary offense. So I think this is a pretty good option. Let's see what this bad boy turns into. Roll number one. Adds crit chance. Worthless. <laughs> Roll number two. Adds protection. protection. Wow, this is not going well. Worthless. Roll three. More crit, crit chance. chance. This was looking real promising. Oh, God. Are you going to keep going? That's the question. So far, this has not gone your way. Not worthless, we'll just do. suboptimal. Yes, yeah, suboptimal worthless. The suboptimal right, version more. of worthless. Five hit on speed. That's Five good. hit on speed takes it to 22. That's on my Darth Revan, so that's pretty gnarly. I like it. Not mad about that one. All right, let's go back to scrolling. I, I got a lot of mod slicing material, and I need to get rid of it. Um, mod on Backpack Chewy ain't bad. Not great, though. Let's see. So... Yeah, that one's okay. Man, I'm not seeing any other ones that I really love. So, let... Like, I've searched out all these mods that have great secondary speed and kind of tapped them out. Um, I'm starting to get kind of thin on those. We're getting into, like, sub-15 speed. Um, I think I need to start looking at what my best teams are. Let me go let me go look at some of my best teams and see where where I can maybe see some actual improvement. Um I'll go look at my arena team first. Um so I've got basically Luke and the two Skywalkers at, in my arena team. Um so Gas, he has some room for improvement, which I do like, and I use him for a lot of solos, so I kind of think these two mods might not be bad options, because I've got him set up to do just gnarly damage, which he does. Um, <laughs> what do you think? Should I slice up one of these two mods? I like it. Okay. Um, all right, let's start with this health primary. It is a uh, it's a health primary. It's a defense set. 
It has 20 speed on four hits, but it's also got flat secondary offense and 1.1% secondary offense. So, and it's got some protection. So it's it's like the perfect gas mod. Um, so let's hit it a couple times, see what happens. Flat offense, which is not great. Protection, which is mediocre at best. Oh, percent offense secondary. So that's nice. All right, so let's give it a final hit. Three speed. <laughs> you can know could have, could have been well. so much more. Yeah. I got a hit on everything. So increases protection, speed, and offense by a decent decent amount. So that's not too bad, I guess. Um You know what I think I'm gonna do? Let's let's go check Vader. Let's see if he's got any improvement. Um I don't think Vader can be improved unless I slice his arrow, which I am not going to do. <laughs> um Luke, he's got a lot of protection. He's got a few okay options, but nothing that's really sticking out to me that I love. I'm almost kind of thinking about Backpack Chewy. Ooh, let's check Revan. I, I've got a speedy Revan for Arena. Mm-hmm. Ooh, there, there's, there's some gains that could be made here. Well, let's see. All right. Here we go. I'm gonna I'm gonna look for my best diamond with uh, speed diamond. I'm gonna find some good slice up there, and it looks like what I got in Revan on Revan already is gonna be my best option. So it's got 20 secondary speed. The other secondaries pretty much suck, other than flat defense. Yeah, we'll hit it one time and see what happens. All right. What happens? Ah, Some disappointment. Protection. Disappointment happens. Flat protection increase. Was that your last one? Oh, that was it. That was all my slices. You got my screen? I've picked out four mods. Uh, Give, give me one second. This thing keep messing up. I'm not doing anything to it. Let me see your screen. Oh, there it is. Okay, I got your screen up. Okay, so the first one is this uh, Shock T mod. Shock T mod. Uh, it has. Oh. oh. Okay. Yeah. Ooh. It's the one on the bottom I love right. It. So it's three. Got three hits yeah. of per offense percentage. So four point three percent offense. It's got four Ooh. hits of speed. So it's twenty one speed. The other Ooh. secondaries are. Crit chance and protection. And I it's like blue it. right now. So we're going to hit it twice. Hell yeah. Let's do this. All right, so I'm hoping for another hit on speed and another hit on offense. But we'll see what happens. Hell yeah, that would happens. be badass. All right, here we go. It's protection. Of course it is. All right, well, so now it's got three hits of protection for flat 2300. All right, come on. All right, last one. Give us something good. Got some offense. Another percentage hey. there. Yeah. Looking pretty good. That's pretty good. 5.3% secondary offense. That is not bad, man. And then the next one good Lord, is that's a badass mod. this crit damage speed. mod from uh, that I have on Kylo currently. That's a great one. No no doubt about it. So it's, it's a crit damage 
set, crit damage primary, three hits on offense at 3.7%. It's four hits of offense or speed, so 20 speed. The other secondaries are protection and tenacity. So obviously we're open for speed or offense here. And I can only hit this one once. Well, I only need to hit it okay. once. So yeah, let's see what happens. Speed or offense, man, be awesome. Tenacity, almost two percent. Awesome. Well, okay. Disappointing. That's all right. Saving it for this. Uh... What's on Vader? Saving it for this Kenobi mod. Which Vader? The one right next to it, just to the right of that mod. This one? Uh, 17 speed, protection, crit chance, offense. Yeah, that's not bad. But this one here is three hits at 18 speed, so I'm curious. Yep. It has potential, it has to, potential max. to be maxed, which is why I selected it. So, yep. Let's see what kind of luck we can have here. First hit is potency. Disappointing. Mm-hmm. I think I can only hit it one more time. We'll see what happens. There's a three hit on speed, so it's up to 21. Oh, oh I can hit it one more time. All right. Let's see what happens. One more hit on speed would be nice. It's a four, yes. so it's up to 25 speed. Double speed hit on that that's, one. So That's, that's good. I'll that's take good. that. Hell yeah. All right. That is solid, and man. The last one is on Wampa. Okay. This is Tenacity Cross. It's three hits at 14. It's got offense. Okay. I like it. Is that the right one? Or was I thinking of I don't love one? it, but I like it. It might have been this one. Let's just go find Wampa. What else you got on Wampa? Let's go find Wampa. I feel like you got better options in, than either of those, I would think. So we've got this 26 speed, 6% six op- yeah, six offense on him. That's a nasty mod right there. Uh, let's see here. Two hits of speed for this one. Not great, but lots of health. Yeah. Uh, it's got some offense, more tenacity, because I mod mine for tenacity. Yep. Uh, that one's all crit damage. That one should probably be replaced. That's a... Dude, that's a pretty good mod. I would slice that up. Oh, yeah, it no is health question. and offense. Dude, yeah, health, offense, speed. It's literally everything a Wampa needs. Let's let's see what happens there. The, there is no bad secondary on that mod. Health set, crit damage primary. With double offense, speed, and health percent as the secondary is fa- fantastic. First hit goes to five speed. Boom. All right. I will take that. Hell yeah. Every day of the week. All right. So he's now, this mod's now at 11 speed with 38.2% okay. offense, 2.72 health. Another three hit on speed. Three more? So we're up to 14, and I'm done. Oh, modding. we're out of. <laughs> we've, oh, we've reached crap. the end. We have no more coins to put in the slot machine. No. Until next time. Dude. That's a mod we're got, we got to finish next week, man. That is awesome. Yeah, I want to finish this one because I, I like what's happening there. That is a kick-ass mod right there. Hell yeah. All right, cool. I like well, it. Well, there's your mod slicing for the fun. day.
Hell yeah. That was a lot of fun. Last two mods hit twice on speed, so I'll take that. Yeah, no kidding. No kidding. Yeah. Hope hope you guys like this segment. Uh, <laughs> I enjoy it. Our espresso does. Ho- hope everybody listening does and finds it interesting. Uh, I find it fun for sure. It definitely reinforces. You have no idea how much self control it took for me to, to not wait slice till today. The week. Yeah. Uh, it's it was rough. It's a good exercise in looking through your mods and finding what what what's good and what's not. Yeah. And then it may not be the absolute best of, uh, audio wise. We try our best to give everyone the info of what everyone else is seeing on the live stream. But it's definitely if you know what you're looking at and hear what you're looking at or we're looking at, then yeah, it can be helpful. Yeah. I think so for sure. Well, normally we talk about what we're drinking, but we're lame this week. Yeah. Well, I mean, what I'm drinking out of is kind of cool. What are you drinking out of? Uh, you know my sangria bottle or my glass that I always drink my sangria out of? Who doesn't? Well, I have a water bottle. I'm drinking water. But look at this thing. Oh, that's snazzy. It is like a 64-ounce water bottle. This thing is ginormous and it's pretty (laughs) i like it so i'm drinking water i am drinking so i am drinking from a yeti cup with a shattered order sticker on it and i love that um, sticker i need more you know if you want to get a shattered order sticker you can go to patreon.com slash shattered order uh sign up to be a patron uh we would greatly appreciate support the show and we'll send you a sticker man um we would love it if you would do that. Help us out. Um, let me just... But if not, totally cool. Um, leave us a review in whatever podcast app you're using. Uh, tell some guildmates about the podcast, whatever. Uh, every little bit helps. And um, yeah. So uh, let me just point this out. I don't think we've ever really mentioned it when we talk about Patreon. You can, as For as little as 2%, two, 2%. We're doing maths again. As for as little as $2 a month you can support the show and in that case you get special discord roles among the monthly patreon qa access to that yeah. uh special discord channel shout outs in the podcast um an sop Absolutely. sticker i mean there's a lot you get a lot for your two dollars so i'm just saying we never really talk yeah. about the different layers because we have multiple layers of different types of patreons you can be so for as little as two bucks you can support the show and get some really cool stuff so Absolutely. All right, dude. I'm I'm excited for this next segment. I I wrote it all out last week. Oh, you moved it. I, I I'm changing things up. Okay, here, but <laughs> you did it as I started introing what we were in. The, there's a you intro. Makes you do do the intro this part then. Strong with us. This update is young Padawans. All right, so here's what we're going to do. There was an update this week talking about Conquest. Uh, Of course, you can find a link down in the show note description. Um, But we are taking two weeks off of the Conquest. Unfortunately, I thought they were running three in a row for some reason. But I guess they changed their minds. uh, 
Well, they didn't say three in a row, but they said they're going to run two in a row and then the one in April. But they never okay. Spe- so I just assume when the one in April would be. be the beginning. I assume the same thing. Um, so it looks like they'll probably be running towards the middle, towards the end of the month. Um, it's kind of uh, it's so, kind of lonely out here in these uh, hollow table streets with no conquest. Yeah, I enjoy bit, that. But... I enjoy conquest. It is a lot of fun. I do too. Conquest is great. It's a lot of fun. Love it um, for sure. But here we are in a little bit of a lull. And here's what they're going to be doing during these two weeks off. They're going to be evaluating some bugs, fixing some things like that. The They're going to be bringing in some new bosses, which will be kind of cool. They're going to change that up a little bit. And then the two big controversial things. One, which I'd like to talk about, is... They're changing rewards. What would you like to see changed in the rewards? Anything? Um, well, if we're talking off just what's going more. on in... Well, always more. But as far as what's in there, I would like to see them pull out some of the most common heroic AAT rewards out of the boxes. I mean, we've already complained multiple times about heroic yeah. AAT rewards being garbage, and then for them to be the reward parts, some of them being rewards for a two-week conquest mode. We talked just minutes ago about how you know Mark IV Carbontes and Mark IV stun guns are just uh, relic fodder at this point, and having getting them right. for a two-week event kind of sucks. So some of those more common gear pieces i wish they weren't in that box um well that's one thing iris also like i think that i like the tiered effect on uh the boxes you get for the different um relic materials and such i don't think you should ever lose the early relic materials to gain the later relic materials i think as you go you should just add each type as you get a different box and keep the ones at the beginning because you've earned them already um I don't think anything should ever be taken out of the box once you get a bigger box. I think you should always just be adding to what you're getting as you go through Conquest, not taking away in any... Uh, I generally agree, but I do think they structure the rewards really well, and I don't really have an issue with the way they do progress it. Um, I'm mostly fine with it, except for one thing. The one thing that I hate is that they removed the gearboxes from the final uh conquest box that kind of irked me a little bit especially when you get freaking mark four carbonis it's literally like not even getting gear you i basically got nothing from that mm-hmm. it just waste it if you're gonna leave those in there at least leave it to where you get two two of them that way statistically you're increasing your chances of getting something because like this just it kind of feels terrible when you get something and you're like like, the only thing good I got out of there was, like, you know, obviously the Razor Crest shards and the mod slicing material, which is great, but I didn't I didn't really get any gear that was usable. I mean, I got the finishers. Those were nice, but the rest of it all sucked. So, I just, I don't know. I just, that, that kind of left a sour taste in my mouth a little bit. Yeah, I'm sure it did. I'm with you. I... I... I don't so know. that's what I'd like to see change. Be interesting. Um, the other thing is, I really wish that they would add that Relic 8 
material somewhere and this is a good place for it but well, yeah the other piece that you have to slice so much freaking gear so for, much gear gear to a finisher gear even if there was like three or five or something in the just something to help out would be amazing because you need 20 to go to gear eight or relegate oh, and that is man. a ton compared for what you have to put Many. into it to get it and so if yep. you could get some impulse detectors into those rewards, I would be very happy with that. I agree. Especially especially if you're going to be giving us Mark IV Carbonis, give us <laughs> yeah. some of those impulse detectors. Add too. some to Just, the other side at least. Yeah, something. Um, so sounds like we're pretty much in lockstep there, but here's the deal. They are adding and removing a few of the data disks. Weird. I guess maybe they those data disks were helping people roll to the final rewards of uh, hard node too fast. I don't know. I, that that's what I suspect. There are some of them that are insanely powerful. Mm-hmm. Um. And that's what we're going to be talking about next is our main topic is going through the data disk. But I want to talk about this here because y'all break. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, I kind of want us to be thinking about which ones they might be removing as we go through this and kind of be thinking about what I already have an they idea might of even one. be adding. Okay. Um. I'll just say which one so, it is when we get to it, but okay, you know, uh, I'll I'll be curious to see how they change that up because I think there is some potential to, um, you know, to definitely make this better while also nerfing some of these ridiculous ones to some. Degree. So Drew says in the chat, watch them end stacking discs. I honestly, I don't think that they'll end stacking discs in general. I think that they might add unique tags to some of them so that, Hey, a lot of these are still going to stack, but certain ones that are really powerful will either be removed or they'll add some kind of unique uh, tag to them where you can only have one equipped at a time. They could also make some of them like gold tier because like right now they only go up to purple basically. So they could make some that are gold tier that take up like six slots or something just to where you can't put as many on there because that's part of the problem is when we get stacking some of these things, you can put so much on there that you can make some ridiculous. Well, yeah, especially since if when I was looking through these data disks to make the next topic, almost it. Almost all the best data disks that stack are all worth one. So you can stack and stack and stack like crazy. So it would right. make make sense. But we'll see. Indeed. Well, that's pretty much it for that. So let's go ahead and talk about some data disks. Hey, boys. Do you have any tips for us less experienced players? So uh, I got a very big... Big tip here. I'm sure you do. Very big tip. Oh, I got my <laughs> notes right there on the screen for everybody. Um, yeah, so... Very nice. <laughs> whoops. Spoilers. Um, I had a lot of fun putting this together last week. I know we've talked about planning out your data disks and which ones you want from the start can make it a lot more fun. Water, man. Makes you burp. Excuse you me. all right, man? Um, can be a lot of fun. 
make some of your best teams even better, especially if you know for a fact you 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 know you want to use these three teams specifically and each of them are debuff heavy teams or you want to use this these three teams cuz you know that they are buff themselves a lot. I put together uh three builds um that I think are good as well as uh kind of what okay. mods fill good fill in data cards that aren't necessarily built into any of the the sets that I was talking about, but if you get to a node where the cards don't fit for the set you're trying to go for, some of these can fill in for those slots until you get the ones you're looking for. Uh, I put in a probably... Still haven't found the disc you're looking for. Is that you too? It's you too, yes, yeah. it is. <laughs> and then I put some probably no-go um, data discs because there are surprisingly some data discs that I just... I'm not ever going to pick up probably totally as well as survivability data discs because you know, some people don't have a Boring. ton of relics, but if you're a, like a, if you're going through normal mode with, you have like two teams that are relics. Sometimes those survivability is going to be good for you. If your team's relic and gear 12 mix type of thing. So I think there are some of those survivability ones that can be pretty nasty, like crew. Oh yeah. There's, there's some really good ones in there. Um, I'm not, not knocking them. It's just one of those things. We'll kind of talk about them, but the first it's less fun. Yeah, exactly. I want to hit things hard. So, uh, the first one is turn meter and offense build. So this is, uh, basically working with data disks that are going to make your team, regardless of their debuff or they buff themselves, you can use this build for any type of team. As long as it's just, it's just going to be quick um so basically okay. it starts off with this mod right here and this one's important and that is the caustic emissions mod worth one one dot and if you don't know what that is uh it's for a white one it's one dot for two turns at the start of an enemy turn for a green it's two dots for two turns at the start of the enemy turn and if you get the blue one that's even better because you get two dots and burning for two turns at the start of an enemy turn Okay. Doesn't sound super great, but here's why where it starts to get crazy, right? Um, ruthless debilitation. So the rest of the mods are what makes this good. Ruthless debilitation. One, it's also a one cost. When an enemy falls below 100% health, they are inflicted with healing immunity and two stacks of armor shred, which can't be dispelled or resisted. Okay. Uh, the way that I, in my mind, this theory works is that a lot of teams now heal themselves back up to 100% health often enough that they're going to That's be true. these uh these dots are going to take them under percent 100% health on their turn because they'll have them for two turns mm-hmm. so every turn they're going to drop underneath 100% health if they healed themselves or their team healed them which is going to add all of these buffs to your team every time it happens and so with ruthless debilitation uh it, they'll hit themselves with heal immunity and stacks of armor shred. Here's the th- one thing with this one you might not want to do with this build. If they put healing immunity on themselves, they're not going to do what I just said. So this is kind of like a a detriment to the idea, but it's also very right. strong. So this is the one you can leave out and probably get more uh, more out of it. But Depends on how you're building. Yeah, so there's three different ruthless... Uh, 
ruthless mods. You've got the ruthless debilitation one, ruthless offense. So every time they fall below 100% health, allies gain 10, 13, or 16% offense based on what color your data disk is. So now you're gaining offense every time they go beneath 100% health. Ruthless Swiftness, which gives you 17, 22, or 27% turn meter every time they go below 100% health. Stacking, if you have three of those on, you're already 75. If you get three of the best one there, you're already almost everyone on your team's taking a turn. Every time they pull themselves under 100% health with the dots at the beginning of their team turn. Right. Um, and then the last one, that would be great for an AOE team also. Uh, just be, it's, it'll get nasty real quick. Uh, the final one that I added to this was the Deadly Momentum uh, four dot mod. So this is the purple one. But it basically, it's all allies have 30% shield penetration and gain 30% offense when an enemy falls below 100% health. Data disc effects that trigger when enemies fall below 100% health also trigger at 70% and 40% health. So this mod paired with your Ruthless Debilitation, that's where having that mod or that data disc with this one makes it perfect because now you're getting three hits of it, once at the 100%, once at the 70%, and once at the 40%. So the healing immunity doesn't hurt you there because of the fact with Deadly Momentum, you're still going to get them when they drop below those other thresholds. So... If you are able to fill your data disks with versions of these, the biggest one being caustic emissions at the very least because of the fact it's going to pull people under 100% health with those dots. Um, I, I don't think you necessarily need caustic emissions for this to work either, though. Yeah, it um, it, it, it can work without it. Yeah. Um, I mean, you might build the team a little bit differently because uh, I think dots 5%, so... You know, if you get a green one, doing 10% health damage basically every single time. Um, I mean, yeah, that, that seems pretty fun. I'll, I really like the ruthless offense and swiftness with deadly momentum so that you, you know, you're getting a lot of turn meter, a lot of stacking offense constantly, you know, always stacking those up whenever they fall below the 170 or 40% health pretty gnarly yeah that can get nasty real quick um so the next one uh is a debuff heavy uh data disc set so if your team inflicts a lot of debuffs these are some of the the mods you're probably going to want to go for so uh okay as far as i wrote here at the top there's no real big benefits data card wise for inflicting debuffs but it can be good to supercharge those characters that rely on debuffs for big damage. And here I'll tell you why. Uh, caustic emissions. So, right. You're in, you're throwing out debuffs every time they take a turn. And then you've got amplify agony, which is a one one dot uh, data disc. Uh, whenever an ally inflicts a debuff on an enemy, they also deal 5.1%, 6.63%, or 8.16% max health damage to that enemy. Okay. And then throw Dread in on this. At the start of each allied unit's turn, they inflict Fear and Plague on a random enemy for two turns. When Fear expires, that enemy takes 25% max health damage. If an enemy is below 50% health, when Fear expires, they are instantly defeated. Oof. Now... What I meant... I have not got that one yet, but it sounds awesome. I got it on the last 
I got it on the last data card slot after um, the last boss in normal mode. So I used it to finish off feats, and it was pretty fun. Um, The main thing I meant with the no real big benefits data card-wise for inflicting debuffs is that it doesn't actually have anything like the Ruthless set where you're getting turn meter and offense stacking onto your team. But there are teams out there, uh, if you can think of any wink, feel free to interject, but the more debuffs on the other team, uh, you can do bigger damage or it heals you every time a debuff is inflicted. There are teams that are work on debuffs. So it's maybe it's not, um, maybe it's not adding off like offense and turn meter and stuff to your team. But the fact that there are just more debuffs out there is making a de- this, these teams better. Um, For sure. who is it that every time a, the enemy is inflected with a debuff, it's a leader ability, right? Isn't it? Is Bosks that way? Or is it crew? Who am I thinking of? Neither one. Yeah, so there's those ones that's like they just heal constantly. Oh, wait, no, Bosk. You're thinking of Bosk. Um, yeah. Yeah, whenever an enemy is inflicted with a debuff, the bounty hunters gain uh, recover health and protection. Yeah. That's why Darth Revan is horrible versus Bosk. Yeah, so this was... It, yeah. It would be an interesting this this set would be interesting if you have really good uh bounty hunters for sure. And there are other teams. I just and can't think of them off the top of my head. Darth Venomous mentions this one, which is uh what the main one I think of whenever I think of the you know, the dot uh card is Vader, Vader lead. Um that Zeta lead. They come up and they don't get to go anywhere. They stay there. Um and just start stacking up those debuffs until Vader just nukes their face off. Yeah, that would be another part to it is Vader debuffs or what the the saber throw with debuffs. Just yep. nasty. Is does my volume sound a little low? Um no, not really. Not to me, but I can turn it up in chat. Or not in chat. Well, I can turn it up too. Oh, there you go. A little bit. Sorry, I'm I'm testing something new. I got a new audio recorder because I've been having issues with my computer not recording. So um, I'm testing a new recorder. So kind of a new new audio setup. Uh, after having some issues last week, I wanted a fail safe um, on the Fire Pit podcast. Ended up with some serious audio issues. Uh, yeah. That was good Thanks times. to my computer being a total pain in the ass, so I want to fail safe, so I'm changing things up. And so, so if I sound a little quiet or something this week, um, let us know and we sorry. can adjust. Yeah, I'll get feedback fixed. works wonderfully. Indeed. Um, Joker says in chat, my favorites are buffs equals cooldowns and buffs equal turn meter. Well, my friend, that would be the third set that I went for here, and that is a buff heavy uh, data disc set. Now we're talking my language. So starting off with deployable cooldown systems, which, as we talked about with mods that might be removed, deployable cooldown systems is one I feel like might be removed. This uh, cooldown, breeding reduced by one, stacking, this only costing one, is what caused some of these teams to just go infinitely and destroy so this is basically entirely my entire strategy. I collected a lot of these and then I got the um I don't think you even have it on here. 
You don't. It's um, probably in my, the fill-in data card section, if that's what I'm thinking of. Uh, let's see. Yes, it is. Um, offensive buffs is my favorite data card by a long shot. It's not even close. Um, allied units gain offense up, crit damage up, and crit chance up for one turn at the start of their turns. Um, and the reason I like that is because obviously damage is fun, but more importantly, if you have something like that and you pair it with like deployable cooling systems, um, keep in mind, whenever an allied unit gains a buff, there is the eight, 10 or 15% chance their cooldowns will be reduced by one. Well, you're getting three buffs at the beginning of each turn. So if you use that along with a couple of those deployable cooling systems, you could be getting, you know, that 15% chance to reduce your cooldown by one, you know, get that three times for the three buffs. And then if you have that on there a couple times, you greatly start increasing your chances. I mean, like I would use Vader and he would be able to go into merciless basically every single turn mm-hmm. um and it is that was so much fun um i know you mentioned the turn meter on here um and that was actually something i did not use with that just because um you know at the whenever you use that buff the offensive buffs um there's no real need to to build a turn meter thing around it because when you get you get those buffs at the start of your turn so gaining turn meter from that point does you no good whatsoever so if you're going to go with offensive buffs um i would highly suggest not going with the turn meter gain and either going with the stacking offense or preferably the cooldown reduction yep Makes sense. Yeah, these are the other ones mentioned here. Like you said, stacking offense. Whenever an ally gains a buff, they also gain 4 or 5% offense stacking. Uh, debuff dismantler. Whenever an ally unit gains a buff, they have a 30% chance to dispel all debuffs on themselves and gain 15% mastery stacking. Uh, and then also the one I feel like works well with this is the massively overpowered. After an ally has gained 10 buffs, they gain the massively overpowered effect for ten, one turn, which cannot be copied, dispelled, or prevented. Massively overpowered. Yep. The next time this unit uses an ability during their turn, they also deal massive damage to the target enemy. Yep. And that can stack very quickly when you're getting three buffs at the start of each turn. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's also... So there's the defensive buffs, one, two. So if you stack the defense buffs and the offense buffs, you could get six debuffs at the start of every single turn so essentially every other turn you would be nuking somebody and if you have stacking offense even just one and you gain six buffs that's what 30 percent offense stacking every turn you're gaining yeah so yep <laughs> hello let's go yeah no. a lot of fun um now we're getting into more of the fill-in uh data cards here based on those types of builds. You've got your survivability uh, data cards. So heals over time, gain a heal over time. Okay, so this one I had in the no-go section, but I also made a survivability section, and it is survivability, so I moved it up here. But I wanted to point out, I don't think that I would ever pick up this. 
Um, okay. There's a heal over time. It's only one slot. Allied units gain two heal over time effects for two turns at the start of their turn. Uh, I don't really feel like using a slot for that is very helpful. Some of these are. This one is not. Um, Insatiable, also worth one. Well, hold on. Keep in mind. Well, it is a buff. Gain. It's a buff. Uh, And it's two buffs. So you could be in a position where you're gaining... Heal over time is 5% health recovery. So getting two of those, 10% health recovery, two buffs, along with maybe offense buffs or defensive buffs, you know, that pow- paired with either either like the massively overpowered or even the, um, which one was it? The debuff dismantler where you're getting the stacking mastery mm-hmm. on a character that has like health or protection as a mastery. Like a tank, for example, that could be really, really gnarly if you have a problem surviving. Um, that could stack up to be pretty awesome. Oh, yeah, absolutely. That's the one thing I didn't think about is that but there are two buffs there. So that is definitely definitely one of your running that buff type of data card system that if you're not able to get some of these other ones that you need, like the stacking offense, stacking defense... Not stacking offense. Offense buffs or debuffs. One, this one would help. And actually, if you're not worried about the type of buffs you're getting and just wanting to get the buffs because the stats on your characters are high enough anyway, these are actually better, the heal over time ones, because uh, the, the buffs, the buff ones cost two. So for two, you're getting only three buffs. But for the heal over time, which costs one, you're getting four buffs. Yes. So, Cheaper purpose. Yes. Uh, also in survivability is insatiable, which is also worth one. Allied units gain eight and a half, 11 or 14% health steal and eight and a half, 11 or 14% defense penetration. I, I mean, like I said, if you have three relic people on a team and some gear 12s or gear 11s, this might be helpful for you, but I don't see myself using that one. Protection recovery, worth one. Whenever an ally gains a buff, they also recover 3% protection. If you're running that buff-heavy data disc build and you are low-level trying to get through just like even normal, uh, that will definitely help you there. Uh, Vitality, worth two. Allied units gain 27, 35, 44% max health and 22, 28, and 35% max protection. Biggest stat gains there as far as uh, survivability goes, and it is for the entire team. So the, that one is real. That's probably the best survivability one as far as I'm concerned. Does cost two. It's not one like the rest of them, but vitality can stack really yes. quickly. Not to mention, if you don't, if you hadn't thought about this, if you have a really good GG team, stacking that max health only makes them stronger. Yep. And, uh, you know, pairing, you know, something like that with some of those mastery ones, especially for characters that have mastery as a, um, have, or health as a mastery stat. Um, 
you know, that that could stack very quickly. Um, not to mention max health on like say Kylo Ren and Mast or some of these pretty tanky characters anyway. I, I like it. I don't love it. Uh it is pretty significant. Um, it'll definitely help with survivability for sure. I think that's one that's going to be a little bit better for, you know, people that have a little bit weaker characters. Maybe you're not into the mid relic levels. Uh, something like that could be pretty bit beneficial because it kind of gets you into relic levels of survivability mm-hmm. for a fairly cheap cost. Yep. Makes sense. Uh, these are the fill-ins, right? So you decide on what build you're going to do. If you can't get any of the ones that you're you want for your build that you're doing. These are some really good ones to fill in until you get the ones you want. Um, as we've already spoken about defense buffs and offense buffs are just good in general and even work for some of these, uh, mm-hmm. uh, builds in themselves, but, uh, debuff build debuff defensive buffs is worth two gives you crit hit immunity, tenacity up defense up all very good, uh, buffs, offense buffs also yep. worth two. You get offense up, crit damage up, and crit chance up for one turn. One turn, start your turn, so also very good. Um, but some of the other ones, decay turn meter also costs one. Whenever an ally deals damage to an enemy, that enemy loses five, 6.5, or 8% turn meter. Um, Pretty good. Quickening worth one. Allied units gain five, six and a half, eight percent 8% speed, and 3.5, and 5% and evasion bonus. Um, pretty good. Pretty good there. Very good if you grab a bunch of them for those evasion feats. Um, oh, there are a, a lot of evasion feats in that. conquest, and so yeah, it's a thought. You, you can spam through the evasion feats though. No. Power is worth two. Allied units gain twenty, twenty-seven, and thirty, thirty percent offense, and seventeen, twenty-two, and twenty-seven percent crit damage. All stacking. This is going to be shocking, but I love that yeah. one. It's worth two, but it makes sense because of the percentage it's numbers two, on there. But, but uh, pretty fat damage increase. And this one I really like. Um, Leaders resolve. If you have a gas team that you love, and it's your best team, and you, everyone else after that's not great, this is your friend, and it's worth three. So you can only put a certain amount on it. But uh, Leaders Resolve, if you get a bunch of these put together on a gas team, it is just going to run through everything. It's not just gas. It's um, gas, Vader, Slicker. Um, oh, this is... Any of these characters that are kind of just one-man wrecking crews, um, this Leaders Resolve is pretty nasty on them. All I can th- Well, yes, I completely agree. The only reason I say Slicker... Or no, gas is because if you can build him up to the point where they never get through his protection and can never get to yes. those clones, they're just going to eat everything alive. And Leader's Resolve is worth three. Um, the allied unit in the leader slot gains 66 and 82% max health, 53 and 65% max protection, 40 and 49% offense, and 20, 24% speed. It's nasty. I love this. Yep, that it is. Absolutely. Um, something else. Um, we haven't talked about this one yet, but we will here in a minute. But uh, 
this is a pretty good one to use with booming voice um it's the one that calls all allies to assist whenever the leader uses their ability uh or uses any ability really um during their turn this makes your leader more survivable it makes them go more often makes them do more damage i really do like uh like pairing the two of those together i I think that's a lot of fun so that moves us into the probably no go uh section of data cards and oh yeah wampa is another one that would be fun with the leaders resolve solo wampa is it leader slot yeah it's just the leader slot then yeah that'd be nasty yeah um probably no goes uh since you already mentioned it, I put booming voice here. Um, I like it. It's a lot of fun. I had it last time. I used the crap out I of it. I didn't get a single pretty great. four dot uh, data disc in the really? last... Uh, Damn. And I finished all of... I finished every... All five sectors. Didn't get a single one. Oh, I didn't sorry, even... Man, I didn't get nice. the heal immunity and armor shred mod. I got crap data discs in Conquest. Sounds like it. Pairing that with no time no bueno. was a, just a terrible mix. Yeah. Um, so I can imagine. But yeah, uh, the other ones I put in here, potency calibration. Whenever an enemy resists a debuff, all allies gain 17, 22, and 20% potency. I so don't even care about that one right? at all. Zero percent care. Uh, volatile hyper accelerator. Please tell me what, what this one was intended for because it doesn't sound good to me. It's worth two. When an ally deals damage to an enemy, that enemy gains 5% speed. At the start of each enemy turn, that enemy takes 10% max health damage. It's fine. I I don't think the health damage is enough. I think it should be like maybe 20%. So you're just damaging the speed that. that you're giving them every turn, and if they're already fast? like Right. No thanks. Uh, well, the, it just means they go more often, but they're hurting their, themselves more often. I, I which like would be it. good paired maybe um, with the so, uh, armor shred in uh, yes, healing immunity that's mod. That's what I was about to say. But other than that, mm-hmm. teams heal themselves so much that that 10% by the time it's their turn again is probably never, never going to kill them. So Probably not. Uh, zealous Ambition. And I didn't write how much this one was worth. I think it's two. Allied healers gain okay. offense equal to 34, 44, and 54% of their max health. Uh, who, who, who would this even be good for? Old Daka? Not the only one? Maybe? Jolie Bindo? The healers are. Okay, let me name them for like you. Old Daka, Jolie Bindo, Talia, Ewok Elder, Jawa Engineer, Barris Afi, Luminara, IG-11, Jedi Consular, Tuscan Shaman, and Visa's Mar. Barris might be the only one. She already hits. Okay, she no, already hits I, like a wet noodle. Hold so on, adding, adding IG eleven. Yeah, so there's like two out of like the ten. That's the part that kills uh, me. IG eleven, I think, could be pretty nasty with that, but that's about yeah. it. I'm gonna still keep it in my no go section. The numbers are good, but it's just it's not. Half of them hit like wet noodles anyway, so adding offense to them makes them. Here's my question: Does that actually work the way it sounds? Like, if we're talking about adding fifty percent of, say, IG11's max health, so mine has hundred and fifteen thousand health. I mean, does that really mean that I'm adding? 
six or fifty seven and a half percent uh or sorry, fifty seven thousand five hundred offense. Yes, like, I believe so. Th- that I mean them some ridiculous numbers. I mean the problem I have with that is stamina in this mode because you can't just use the same team constantly. And you gotta swing them. So right, if you're le- if you're true. using a a two right. slot data disc just for that team and having to move it out every time you have to use another team, it's just a lot of extra move. So Yeah, that's probably true. Uh Perseverance is the last one I have, which is worth three. Allied units call themselves to assist whenever they use an ability during their turn, but damage they deal is reduced 30% limit once per turn, which sounds good, but the cost is what gets me. Uh, Three, yeah. That's... I mean, that that doesn't sound too bad. Um, They call themselves to assist, so you'd really want to use that on characters that already have a pretty good basic. Um... Mm, yeah Not great. it's just for three the amount of like offense i could get for gaining buffs is let's say that only costs one right so i yeah. could already get i could add 15 percent per buff no those are worth two so i don't know there it's just the cost skills me on that one yeah no nope, so. totally agree but Beagle Squadron is going crazy. Good rabbits lord. Rabbits found some rabbits. They probably did. I don't know. They keep running in and out. About driving me nuts. <laughs> well, I'm drinking way too much water, so I'm going to be right back. But why don't you tell them about drinking. why halfway across my house, if I don't mute this microphone, you might be able to hear it. Well, the reason you might be able to hear it is because of our friends over at Blue Designs who make some really spectacular microphones. If you are in the market for a microphone, I highly suggest getting one. You can get what we use, which is the Spark SL, which is pretty fantastic. But it's an XLR mic, which might not be for everybody. If you want something that is just plug and play, super easy, fantastic, amazing, get the Yeti X. It is an absolutely kick-ass microphone. Um, I've got one right here on the shelf behind me. Uh, I'll bring this bad boy out and show it to you. Uh, this is, I I mean, this, this is seriously like the best bang for the buck mic that you're going to find out there. The Yetis are absolutely amazing. There's a reason that so many streamers use them. There's a reason they're so popular. It's because it is truly a great microphone at a really, really great cost. Um, I would suggest that you go to our link if you heard about us. It would let them know that you are purchasing their products because you found out about it from us. But even if you don't, wherever you go, look for yourself a blue because um, they're pretty amazing. Uh, And they don't just make microphones. They make the amazing uh, Compass Boom Arm. They have a lot of just really great products in general. Um, very high quality, and uh, it's it's all I would recommend to record your lovely voice. Um, so check our uh, show notes 
down down there in the bottom of the podcast description if you want to check out our affiliate link and we would appreciate that um did you see their uh, april fools uh tweet yeah that was hilarious. pretty awesome if you haven't seen it go yes, check out blue microphones on twitter uh yeah i think you retweeted it i did you? the the auto mute yes with andy yeah, milanakis it's, it's freaking hilarious it's good. yes yeah, I, I about pissed myself when I watched it. It was very, very funny. <laughs> um, Good stuff. All right. Um, it is time to move along to the final thing. Always in motion, the future is. To the calendar, we must look. Yeah, so... Well, it looks like... Some crazy stuff happened on a, Thursday. Yeah. Didn't expect that a, on a Thursday. No, a, April Fool's. Dude, um, I... Start, starting off the calendar with a April Fool's... Not joke. ...puzzle that <laughs> led to something. I, You know, I, I said it in our, in our podcast chat at the time. I was like, April Fool's, they release a puzzle. Not interested. I'm not interested in tracking this thing for for you know six hours for it to be a joke on april fools that's pretty terrible but it ended up actually not being a joke so surprise the april fools joke was that hey this is a real puzzle so um yes i don't even remember where the puzzle started like i don't know it was a someone took a picture of something and then there was something overlaid on the picture so they took out the background of the picture and then there was like this colorful thing that they took the color out of and then once they took the color out of i'm being very general with this because i don't know the uh exactly everything that happened but basically it ended up being a crossword puzzle with uh a bunch of code for the clues for the crossword puzzle inside of the crossword puzzle certain letters had uh colors on them so they once you filled in the crossword puzzle, you took the letters and you made it ended up making a SoundCloud link. And so they went to SoundCloud and found a link to a podcast called Cooking with Crumb. Um and they de- deconstructed nice. the audio, I believe, on the uh they deconstructed the audio on that, I believe, and found uh that's when I fell asleep. That's when I was sleeping on my uh, recliner okay. to be honest but they found a link to uh a picture of this new character that you're seeing right on your screen right now and that is hunter who is a member of the bad batch clones cool so um yeah big old puzzle went through it and the reveal ended up being uh bad batch a lot of i was thinking the entire time since crumb kept saying this is real it's not an april fool's joke i'm like we are getting it's happening. We're getting our ne- next set of GLs coming up for uh, May fourth. But no, nope, we wound up, up yep. actually being the introduction of Bad Batch, which uh, is actually pretty impressive to me that that is happening before the show even comes out. Like that yep. doesn't happen very often with them. Now I'm sure the fact yep. that they've been in three episodes of Clone Wars helps. They're not completely brand new, so people know the characters, but. I was surprised by this announcement. Um, Drew brings up a great point in chat. 
more more clones for a wink to not care about. <laughs> well, my thought initially was more clones to possibly make getting Cam easier. That's true. That would be because nice. I'm like they would not be mad. They're about getting the that. Bad Batch uh, tag, but also the clone tag, which um, may actually make it easier. Let's hope so. So we'll find out. Uh, I feel like you're going to need multiple Bad Batch in the team, so you're going to already have Cam. You'll need a batch of them. You're already going to have Shakti and Arc Trooper forced on you. Arc. So if the next three that you pick can do something. That'll be good, but it won't be the leader ability. Well, Shock T may not be forced. She's not forced on you. She's just the best leader currently. Is she not? If a four-man... was uh, no. required for that mission. No. Or is it just Arc Trooper? I do not believe... I believe so it's if, just So if it's Arc not Shock T forced, why aren't we using Gas Leader? Because she is a possible option and Gas is not. Huh. Interesting. I thought she was forced. I do not believe she is because you can go in without her as lead, which means she is not locked into a spot, which means you could technically Which technically at this point, it's kind of locked because of the fact that uh, there's no other options. So maybe that's what you're saying where... Rex. But But then you don't... Well, I mean, no other options is you're leaving a slot empty. Or can you can you use Arc right. or Clone Sergeant and Cody in that mission? No, it has to be five hundred first. Uh, so maybe it won't make that mission better. Is it five hundred first only? Might be. Well, I'm gonna have to look it up. No, no, but no, I don't know no. where to go to look it up on the internet right now. If you know in chat, hit us up. Anyways, yeah, Bad Batch are here. Uh, I do think it is five hundred first because I I don't think you can look, you can't use Clone Sergeant, clone sergeant. And Cody. I don't believe. Yeah, I don't think so. So, um, so in that case, they won't help uh, the disappointing. Cam, if that's true. Nope. Probably. Um, not. you can look at this picture on the screen right now from the character reveal page and Hunter kit reveal right now, but they already list here three other clones or three other releases that will come out on the eighth, the fifteenth, and the 29th. So throughout the rest of this month, they will be introducing the other characters they're releasing but there's only three other uh bad batch clones besides echo echo is a bad batch clone he joined them later oh, is he? so which led to speculation Ooh. from some people that we might end up getting like like cl- needing clones to get a new version of echo that's the bad batch version possibly or just move your echo into this squad but then you'd be missing a 501st person so maybe you slot Ahsoka into that slot. I don't know what's going to happen, but right now you've got April 8th, 15th, and 29th at Top of Hunter as character releases. And if you, I also have this open here. So if you can see right here on the screen, I don't know their names. I know the one in the middle here is Hunter. Uh, Echo's back here. I believe that has to be Echo, or unless the one with the gray hair is Echo, because Echo will be older at this point, I would think. Anyways, if you know who the Bad Batch are and I'm making a fool of myself, well, I'm sorry. I don't really know. There, here's the look of the guys, and their names are um, Crosshair, Wrecker, Tech, and Hunter. Those are the four new Very clones. exciting. I am so excited. <laughs> I cannot wait. Um, now, uh, it's 
They're fine. They seem kind of exciting. What I'm more excited about is the Galactic Republic tag. Um, so there'll be some fun synergy there that you can kind of, you know, Galactic Republic kind of has decent number of options, like adding more of these type of characters that you can kind of mix into some of these other teams if you want to, I think is great. Especially when the um, ones you have currently, you don't probably don't have geared up. And if you do, you geared up someone you didn't want right. to, like Kit Fisto or Plo Koon. <laughs> you know, yep. the very bottom dregs of Galactic Republic. So for sure. Um so rather than talking about this this dude's kit, what do you say we hold off until next week and we talk we do them in batches? Ooh, I like it. So we go over Hunter and uh, uh whatever the April eighth one is next week. Yep. And then we'll do whoever comes out after that with the one that comes out after that. Okay. Well, then I got a question for you based on knowing that there are four marquee, most likely marquee characters coming from this and knowing we were getting six more according to that uh, dev comment. Last week. Wait, what What comment? Um, We've talked about it last week during the QA that they've already said that there are six marquees coming. Um, oh, and we were kind of talking, and I was thinking maybe we started getting the Jabba's Palace ones. The question now becomes: Interesting. We know the next marquees are Bad Batch, which leaves two more. So who are they two? Are we continuing with Bad Batch characters after that, or is Echo? Well, they're marquees, so a, a legendary Echo wouldn't fit into that. Huh. I don't know. That's a good question. It makes me really wonder if we're going to get... So all of these character reveals are every week leading through April, but it doesn't say when the character releases. So I don't know when these characters are being released and how they are. If we're going to get a Hunter marquee next week when they announce the next character, or if these are where they're going to announce them all over the next course of the month and then release them while the show's going on and have two marquees this month, that don't have anything to do with Bad Batch. I don't know. Because if that were the case, then we would be getting two more Mando Season 2 characters, I think. Uh, Yeah, my my guess would be it's going to be something else from Bad Batch, probably, or some sort of special character that people have been wanting. um, Something like that. Uh, We'll see. Yep. That'd be interesting. I... With May the 4th coming up, there's no tellings. We usually get like double drops or something like that. So make sure you start saving your crystals this month so that you can take advantage of that. Um, But there's usually something that drops, usually something big-ish. So we'll see. Yep, for sure. Um, And if you are waiting, if you're about to buy crystals coming up on that last week of April. Oh, that's a good point. Buy the cheap ones that'll get you through until you get to the ones where... You're getting fifty percent more. Don't blow your blow fifty dollars on crystals the week before it would have gotten you. Don't blow your load early, man. So remember that because almost always on anniversary and May the fourth, you get those fifty percent increase in crystal packs. And if you use your money early and don't think about that, you're losing out on crystals. So saying that at the beginning of (laughs) April probably not going to help you remember if you're like me with the goldfish mine, but. I was thinking it, so I said accurate. But yeah. Alrighty then. Sweet. Well then. Well, anything else? I have nothing else to add right now, except 
Perfect. Only another. <sighs> it's two weeks, I think, till the next Galactic uh, Conquest. Last I looked, it said 13 days. Oh, yeah. Yeah. 12 days, 12 hours. It'll get here. It'll get here eventually. <laughs> kind of disappointing. But... Bring it back. I want to try some of these uh, data. Now that I have it written down, these data disk uh, builds, I'm actually going to try really hard to build one of them completely out and see how fun it is. If I get lucky with that RNG. Yeah. But Not a bad idea. Should be fun. Looking forward to it. For sure. So, All right, man. Well, uh, I think that's going to wrap up episode 240 of the Shadow Order podcast. Um, for everybody. You guys know where to find for us. everybody wondering, our friend Mythos is still working on that finale for our trivia. So uh, that should be coming up soon. But uh, as like all of us, uh, sometimes work is a punk and gets in the way of the fun things you yeah. want to do. So Mythos let me know. He's still working on it, uh, but we will get to that finale for trivia uh, as soon as we get it and uh, see what actually ends up happening in the end. So I like it. All right. Well, everybody, thanks for listening. Uh, go check us out on Discord, discord.me slash Shattered Order. That's where you can find us uh, and all of our community hanging out all week talking about puzzles and uh, Bad Batch clones and everything else. As well as we have, you know, the Bad Batch um, discussion thread ready to go for when the show comes out. That'll be a lot of fun. Um, yeah, so go check that out. As far as everything else goes, I think we've covered most of our stuff. So thanks for listening. We'll be back next week for episode 241. Heck and you. until then, have a good week and uh, enjoy the uh, hot, hot heat if you're on my side of the world. Or enjoy the perfectly amazing weather if you're on my side. (laughs) All right, everybody. Catch you later. Bye.